always freeze when we do that the was intro. a test i was testing what you i wanted to see how long it would take problem? what is my problem i i do not know i do not know i know i do not find happiness in recording the intro but we're gonna share some things about finding happiness at work small pocket strategies micro tips how to find happiness at work because we spend so yeah, much time there so much time and we need we need to to have that contagious vibe so that we can be more productive and really bring the team together happiness at work did you get a present yeah today oh. i do get a present i get a present from you on this mm -hmm. episode a really cool present that refers back to something that we'd been discussing that we didn't agree on, that we still are butting yeah. heads on in my favor. Yeah. <laughs> Evil. <laughs> Happiness at work. Happiness at work. Oh, happiness is, it's, I'm happy right now being here with you doing this, the stuff that feeds my soul. Like this is so fun. Happiness is not overrated. It's not overrated. And it's a lot easier when the tech's working. I'm just saying. <laughs> when you plug it in and you can hear and see everyone, it feels like the seas are parting. You know what? Because five minutes ago, when it wasn't working, I was not this happy. You're tr you, you, you are you are the truth right now, Miller. The absolute truth. You're Happiness is here. fickle. Joy lasts longer. We could say that. Ooh, I like that. What are you messing with? Oh, you cannot hear it. <gasps> Sorry, that little beep was. The I know, fan. but you can't hear the fan. It's okay, it's all good. You know, though, it brings me happiness right now to turn my fan off while we talk about happiness at work, which if you have a plan, you can access more happiness at work, right? Shall we start with the famous Gretchen Rubin, what are the elements of a happy life? Absolutely. So these Gretchen, number Gretchen one. Rubin, if you do or I'm not I'm a lot of people know who she is if you by chance are not familiar yet she's written many different books on happiness and she talks about really understanding who you are and what brings you happiness so that you then engage in activities bottom line if you don't like camping don't go camping right that's kind of what she leads you to which is just really doing things that speak to you and to get there she suggests um, three different things so the first one, and then I'll pass it to you, J squared, is self-knowledge. We must know ourselves, our temperament, and our interests. And the more we can readily construct a life that will work for us, or in our case, a professional career and a day-to-day -day work scenario. I love that. And you know, honestly, Dr. Miller, I am seeing a theme about self-knowledge, self-awareness, and its relationship to not only mental health and happiness or joy, but also this like 
idea of being a really strong leader, right? Of being someone who, who really gets the job done and takes good care of their people and makes things happen. I love it. I feel like that's Loving my soapbox. Self-awareness. I love it. I love it. We'll stay up there on that soapbox for just a minute because we do have the second element of this. So you said self-knowledge was the first element. The second being relationships. Your soapbox. Totally makes sense. My soapbox. That's so true. Oh my gosh. I love it. Um, That a key to, of course, happiness is this idea of having strong relationships with other people and As humans, we need these enduring, intimate bonds, identifying things that we have in common with people and sharing what that looks like. We need to feel like we belong. We need to be able to confide in people, that confidant piece that we've talked about in the past, an ally or a confidant. If you missed that episode, go back and listen. It's got some good stuff in it. And then also that we need to be able to receive and give support. So just all those interactions, those wonderful human interactions that we have. One thing I want to touch on in the relationships that you just mentioned were was the feeling of belonging, right? So I think more belonging than trying to fit in, especially at work. Do you agree? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And the third one, to be happier, we need to think about feeling good, feeling bad and feeling right in an atmosphere of growth. So really trying to create opportunities to feel positive emotions. And it isn't happiness isn't something that happens to us. It's a state we can seek and foster is kind of the philosophy and principle of Gretchen Rubin, which I agree with. I love that. I think that there was something we talked about with the relationship to our values as well at, and and being happy that when we are in I, I like it I always like it when you use the word flow mm-hmm. when when we're you and I are kind of vibing and we're, we're really you know hit that that sweet spot you've called it flow and I think that's connected right to this idea of happiness in that when you are demonstrating your values and when you are in a place where your values are in alignment with the work that you're doing and you see that happening for you, I think that flow is created. And, and I think that, at least for me, that brings joy. That brings happiness now, for sure. we're using happiness and joy synonymously. Do you agree with that or sh- shall we sparse out the difference? We should sparse out the difference. You're You're right. You're absolutely right. I I know joy in the work that um, joy and gratitude, right? That that joy actually has a, a a different feeling to it than happiness, and and is connected more to gratitude. How would you sparse out the two? I think what you said, the flow, and really it brings deeper meaning. It's not as quick, kind of what I said in the beginning, it's not quite as fickle. So to me, happiness is, now you're going to maybe disagree with this, but if you get, buy a new pair of shoes, we'll say. That to me is happiness because eventually those shoes and that newness fades and it's rather quickly. Now, if you learn a new skill and you learn how to make shoes 
and you can make shoes for others and give them away, that's going to bring a deeper sense of joy, which is why I think when we get in the flow with this and then somebody gives us a compliment that it's helped in one situation, that's just fuel. I like it. No, I like your, I, I know why you were hesitating to use that particular analogy because I love shoes so much and I, they do bring me joy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to make them. I just want to, you know, have them. So I get, I get the, the, the thing, but no, I, I, I agree. I agree. I think one of the things that we were talking about, um, as we were getting ready to do this sesh today was the amount of time that we spend at work. I don't think we've mentioned Oof. that yet, but when we looked it up, we saw that, yeah, the average person spends 90,000 hours over their lifetime at work engaged in their career. That's the average. So that's not those high performers who are workaholics, right? Or, you know, that's, that's the average, but that's a third of our lives that we're spending in the work environment. That is a lot. Yeah. That is too much. Mm. Yeah. Too much to not be happy. Right. That's too much of your time to not really have a plan and actually be happy in the moment in what you're doing and where you're I at. I totally agree. And making an active, conscious effort to create, cultivate and foster more of it. Right. So I do think it's important to recognize and take accountability and responsibility for the happiness. I don't it's not. Sure, your organization and the culture, that's all going to play into it. But at the end of the day, that's your choice to be there. So if that is impeding your ability to find moments of happiness and to continue to foster it, even if it's in micro doses or through small moments, then that's what needs to happen until you can make a different choice. Because it's not always going to be the best day, but there can be good moments in every day. Ooh, that was good. I love that. I love that. I love that. And and we have some some strategies, right? Some pocket strategies to help maybe plan some opportunities to seize the moment for happiness. We we as we were talking and kind of looking through some of the research, we saw that, you know, taking your breaks. I don't know how many times we have to say this to people, including myself, but we need to take a break. We need to take that 10 minute, 20 minute break, you know, every couple hours to go walk around, get a drink, do something other than, right, the work that you're doing. That that Those breaks are really, really important. If you have an opportunity to step away from the work, eat your lunch, do what you need to do, then come back. Um, are you are you good at taking no. those breaks, mm -mm, Dr. Miller? Or no, no, not so much. Not very good. I know. Bad. Me me either. Me either. It's it's hard because you get in that flow and you're like, let me just keep going with this. But it's so important. So important. If you are not good at taking breaks, something that might be helpful as a little pocket strategy is to actually set a timer. So when you get to that point in your day with your tasks where you, okay, now I'm going to take a break, take a break, set your timer for 10, 20, whatever your, your time frame is there. And then just 
nothing to do with the task at hand. You're, I know sometimes I go on Instagram for a little while. Um, sometimes I'll take a walk around the building, whatever it may be. My timer is set and then I go back and I feel energized and ready to go. And if you can move, we know that that's even kind of juicing up the brain a little bit, right? If you can get out there and, and get moving. I know it's a, it's a little warm right now, but um, it's a good time to take that break. And it's make October it 30th. What are you thinking? That's right. Fall is on the way, y'all. <laughs> what I was thinking is, as the leader, you set the tone for breaks. So we know that your team is going to be happier if you're investing in their personal well-being. And if you are answering emails at nine at night, unfortunately, they think typically, and you sort of set the bar. So sometimes I'll even say, I have to work this weekend. Please do not feel obligated, I, although I need to catch up. That's a side note, right? So you're kind of making that caveat. But I was thinking during the week, you could have a break challenge, start everybody on a chain and say, this week, I want to know when everybody takes their 10 minute break today and celebrate the ways that people take their few 10 minute breaks. Maybe I'll do that. You have to do that. I love that idea. That is so awesome. Celebrate the ways that you're taking a break because that's time for you, right? Even if it's just to mentally check out for that 10 minutes, whatever it may be. I and love this that. time of year that's with awesome. budgets and closing the fiscal year and moving into the holidays, it's incredibly busy for everyone, scheduled. I hate the word busy, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little extra, an extra layer going on because of just the time of, of year that it is. But I like that idea, celebrating the breaks. That's good. I also like that you acknowledge that the leader sets the tone, right? That that's that's really, really important. So I, I really like that. The the other thing I think um, that we saw in, in some of the research that we did was find laughter, mm. find the ability to find those lighter moments and to be in the moment and that laughter is great medicine, right? We've seen more and more out of the research on work and how laughter actually is great for productivity. There's a there's a connection there between keeping things light and fun and happy and how people show up to get the work done and, and how quickly they're doing it. So find the laughter. I love this that one. I be... love a good practical joke at work. Yes. I mean, just oh a gosh. couple like gotcha moments. Man, I think that's funny. Yep. And there's one yep. trusted colleague who uh, has fallen for a couple. I'm just saying they're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> They've fallen for yeah. the okie doke there mm -hmm. a couple of and times. And I really enjoy it. Whew. I like it. But, I'll t but he gets me back. Yeah. He gets me back with his own jokes. But I do like to laugh. I think we both think. You like to laugh a lot too. It's good for you. Oh my gosh. It is good for you. It is good for you. It's it's very good for your health, your blood pressure, all those wonderful things. You, this may be our first edit of oh. this session, but I'm going to go ahead and go out okay. on a limb and tell okay. a quick story. Yeah. Are you ready? My my daddy um, was not a very tall man. He was five foot five inches and he had a great, great sense of humor. He worked as an auto body repairman. And so um, he, you know, he 
fixed cars that had been in accidents, that kind of thing. And he was quite the practical joker. Like that was very fun for him. They had a very large bumper delivered at the garage that had to go on one of the big trucks that he was working on. And he decided that it would be funny to hide in the box and then kind of follow people or creep up on people in the box. So the box would just kind of move as the day was going on. It just kind of moved closer to someone <laughs> or moved away from someone or just until <laughs> someone figured it out. So I think, you know, he didn't waste his whole day, but it, it, I think things like Hilarious. that where you can just kind of take a moment and have some levity and everybody gets a good chuckle and then you go about on your way. Um, but I, I just have a great visual of that, of this, you know, very large, tall box kind of moving around as people aren't looking, you know, yeah. move a little closer. And then when they turn around, it stops those kind of just silly things. So you got to you got to do that. Find the laughter whenever you I'm going to start expecting a little bit more and, out of you, I think. If he was doing, I mean, oh, yeah. see, I know he was way cooler than I am. <laughs> I didn't way know he cooler was than I am. Five, five. I Only five, five. Wow. Yeah. Little guy, big, big presence, big presence, funny, hilarious, love, 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 love. We'll tell more, more stories about him at some point. But micro connections. So we were talking about how he found it hilarious and so did everyone else who was watching from, you know, inside the garage to do this box joke, right? And and make make those opportunities happen. But the micro connections with people, the laughter afterwards, the haha I gotcha and all those things, the walking in in the morning and saying hello. Um, remembering that somebody's kid had a baseball game or that they had done something fun over the weekend and being able to say, hey, how did it go? What did you do? Um, those micro connections are so, so important. I agree with you. And I was, um, I do enjoy naturally the micro connections, but now the words in my head, because we've been saying it so much on this podcast. So yeah. I was speaking yes. with someone the other day and in my brain, I'm like, that was a micro connection. I hope they enjoyed that. Because <laughs> now I'm thinking about everything in <laughs> These language terms, <laughs> just like everything's an episode, everything's content, everything's relatable. <laughs> I love it. I love that you tagged it. It's like, oh, get out of my head, Johnson. That's so get awesome. out of my head. But they're so important, Can you right? I mean, trick for um, Halloween, since it's you know tomorrow, basically. <gasps> box trick, yes. Yes. I might need a little bigger box though. I'm a little, I'm a little taller than my daddy. We'll get you a big box. <laughs> we need a big a refrigerator box. There we go. We can do it. We can do it. We'll plot. So, plan and plot. When you're at work, what do you do? Which one yes. of these, if you had to pick one to be consistent, which one would you choose? Which one do you choose? I would choose... I think micro connections is the one that I'm most consistent with mm -hmm. without being too disruptive to the work that other people are doing. Um, I do walk in in the morning and say, hello. I do try to go to the, you know, into the break room area and, you know, chat it up for a little bit. I'll share something funny or wonderful with people when, when the opportunity comes. So I think, think that's the one for me. And, you know, I'm always looking for the laughter. How about for you? Yeah. Same. I would say the micro connections, 
I, you know what? I really genuinely love stories from people that I care about and coworkers. So if somebody comes in and is sharing a story, I, I'm all in. I'm, I'm listening to hanging on every last word, like waiting or following up. I want to know what happened to at the baseball game with the person that you mentioned. I like to, I like that. And if I could walk, yeah, if I could, that's good. Take more meetings walking that would improve mm -hmm. my time at work, but I often need a computer. So yeah, that's, that's kind hard. of a bummer. I was just going to say, we have one more thing on hmm. the list and it's bring joy right in, into your, into your environment. So if it's at all possible for you to bring in, you know, if you are a plant lady, let's bring in a plant. If you, um, those pictures of your, your dog, your cat, your significant others, whatever that may be, you know, if you can bring that into your space, um, because it, it sparks happiness or even a moment of relaxation when you, you see, you know, a picture of something or uh, something that you're, you're really enjoying, you can bring the joy into your environment and just have those little touch bases. And that, and you stop me, Miller, if I've said this one before, and I think I have, that also is a really great thing for you to do when you come back from some time away. So those long weekends, maybe you went to the beach or, you know, maybe you, I don't know, went on a vacation and you bring something back with you, pictures, something that smells good, like, you know, a candle that you're not burning um, in the office. We're just going to smell that wonderful candle. Um, I don't know, whatever it may be that really reminds you of that time. That putting those things in your environment will also help to spark happiness and have you just remember those memories away that you've brought into the environment. So I love it. I'm going to change. I don't want to say that anymore. I say it too much. You say something, I say I love it. I need new language. <laughs> something aside from I love it and I agree. Well, I'm in trouble. I'm going to use a thesaurus and come back. I concur. Okay. I like it. That's, it sounds very formal. <laughs> Listen, I do say I love it and I'm not changing it because I do love it. Well, we so some more we'll work on that. that gives for... me, I'm enthusiastic about that idea. Ooh. Okay. All right. A little, little creepy, okay. but that's okay. We'll go with it. <laughs> it is October 30th. Yes. Right before yeah. Halloween. When the veil is the thinnest. Okay. What's the homework? Our homework is to commit to one of these practices. Or whatever works for you. Or whatever works for you. But commit to one thing for one week consistently and see if it is, because I would say if you are able to commit and bring a little bit more joy or happiness, pleasure, whatever version of that fits for you, you know, you are responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. And if you're the leader and you're in a bad space more than you're in a good space, your team feels that, unfortunately. So even if you are having a bad time or a rough time in your personal life and you can change it up a bit and add a little bit more spark to your day, it will pay dividends with your team because they'll be able to feel that. They want to feel like the leader is in a good spot. 100%. I love it. So the homework, 
take one of these practices or something else that you want to bring into your experience and really for the next week, commit. Commit. So Commit. before we sign off, I have a I have a present for you. I know <gasps> I'm I'm regretting what? doing this anyway because it's a follow up from another oh episode. But because I'm a good friend, because I'm a good friend, I'm gonna play you something <laughs> that's a gift from okay. somebody who is on my team who. Had some comments about this video camera on camera off debate. And I also want to let you know in my immediate defense <laughs> that someone else had an alternative opinion but did not provide a voice memo. So we, I don't have proof that there was an alternative opinion. Mm. Have you been doing any research? Mm -hmm. So this opinion then... This gift that you're you're giving me is it must be in alignment with with my opinion. Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Has anyone made any comments to you about your camera on? Again, I wish I had the alternative yes. voicemail memo because somebody else literally texted me. It was so funny, and she said what kind of devil wants the camera on at 8 a.m.? And I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> the devil that you know, friend. The devil that you and know. And then she sent me a picture of what she looks like in the morning, literally the next morning to prove a point mm. for why she doesn't want the camera on. Hilarious. That's hilarious. I know. It's coming. It's coming. We, we have started quite the debate about camera on camera off i like it hi big love it's your number one fan here i am here to weigh in on the camera on camera off debate and i have to say that i am team jj all the way team camera on <laughs> oh, bullshit. yay woohoo <laughs> Don't be bitter, friend. Don't Merry Christmas. Bitter. We just want to connect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We just want to connect with people. We want to see you. We want to see your face. We want to make sure we're connecting. It's aggressive. It <laughs> but because I'm honest and she sent that and she truly does like that camera, I thought, well, I'll do the right thing. I you see, you are good. You're good. You're good to me. I appreciate that. Do you have that. any evidence that supports stuff. what I'm doing? You could have just held the information. <laughs> when, it, when it happens, yeah. I will bring when it. <laughs> but I have not received that as far as the camera. When it happens. <laughs> okay. Well, until next time. <laughs> Big love. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and please visit our website for resources at theproject-biglove.com. Be sure to like, share, rate, and leave a positive review. And if you don't have anything positive, no worries. You can skip that part. As always, questions and stories to share are welcome at theproject.biglove at gmail.com. Now for our legal disclaimer from Dr. Johnston. 
Best practice for change management is to be sure all parties are informed. Please be sure you discuss with your leaders or supervisors any ideas from our podcast today that you might like to use in your organization before implementing.